peace and love. You are linking up with us tonight on this serious cipher, and it is definitely going down tonight. We got some information about these cosmic streets that's going down. Um, got a ritual on deck that um, the goddess Athena had been showing up and definitely putting um, some work out there for us to help us in navigating this Mercury retrograde and everything. If anybody would like to come up, please make sure that you just like raise your hand up and everything. And, um, you know, eventually, you know, we'll figure this out on how to how to pull people up. I didn't even put no time into that, but you know, definitely you're welcome. Definitely welcome, welcome, welcome and everything. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, set it off today and just one, first off here in Pittsburgh, we had some situations that was going down over here in these streets. And I want to, first of all, say, I shade a brother bill. He was one of those brothers who, um, subscribe to the uh the more um i i think that was a religion or you know what i'm saying whatever that was um what he they we have a set of people here that um when they claim that more status they also claim sovereignty over their things and he had a confrontation like a few years back um, with our police department about his sovereignty status and everything. They left him alone. But this year it turned into an all-out shootout. And um, it, it didn't turn out very well. And so I say to Brother Bill, and I guess from this point forward, they're going to start taking um, these cats that are claiming their sovereignty a little bit more seriously moving forward. But I definitely want to say I shade that brother because, you know, he was out there and he was doing his thing and he was definitely encouraging a lot of people um, to claim their sovereignty and that right. So I shade him. And, um... Yeah, yeah. So, if, you know, I and then I don't know that shit all like that. So, but, you know, that was the best I knew about that. But today, I just want to, before we go ahead, sis, I know you got plenty to share about these cosmic streets. And, um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, I just want to get in there and set with that numerology and starting off because we in this eight month, which is about power, mastery, and abundance, which encourages us to look for opportunities that lead to success. And then with this year, in this particular year, this month of August is a sixth month, which is more about our harmony, family, loved ones, and creating those goals and everything. This is a time to ask us not to BS ourselves, right? And get into a space of acceptance so that our vision is more reality-based and clear, right? So this whole date is just really pointing to 8-24-23 about us really being in that space and being open to receive downloads and inspirations and everything. This is a time to ask us what needs to happen for strong foundations, which is key in achieving our goals. This year of seven, that's 2023, it's encouraging us, right, to be open and trust the process. And when we trust where we are, this is when. We start really shifting into a whole nother gear. So today in itself is a three day, which really asks us to bring ourselves together for creative communication. I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. 
being more authentic in our expression, right? And this is definitely a day to do that and everything. Um, so, yeah, a lot going on in them cosmic streets. I didn't want to do that. I just um, felt led to uh, bring that numerology up to date. But, sis, let's go ahead and hear what's happening in these cosmic streets, will you please? Well, I will tell you you're right on, right on, because that communication is just so key right now. And it's key for a few reasons. Um, as we all know, we entered Virgo season, or if you don't, we season yesterday. Mm -hmm. And time. So that is elf. For the third retrograde of this year, we're going to have another Mercury retrograde at the end of the year. I have to check the dates on that. But when any planet is in or goes retrograde in its exalted sign and what i mean astrologers is the home whatever planet is home to that sign or verse vice versa now mercury rules virgo it rules gemini and both virgo so this mercury retrograde is going to be extra potent because it's in its exalted sign of virgo and being you know that it came in on the day that Virgo season started, this is going to be a huge time. Now, I know the third house is the house of communication, the Gemini house, but people forget that Virgo is also ruled by Mercury, so that's also about communication. So it kind of all ties in to what you were saying with the numerology. Ooh, girl can't even take a flight of steps. <laughs> I am like, I lost my fucking breath. Woo! I better get quick into this Virgo season. Um, so, you know, what is Virgo? Let's talk about the qualities of Virgo. Yeah. Virgo rules the sixth house. The sixth house is all about your health. It's all about your body. It's all about your daily rituals. It can be about service as well, small animals. But primarily, Virgo is typically seen as the house where the body is connected to it. You know, your eating habits, your exercise routines. Um, this is a great time to get your yearly checkups. Me and Jasmine were just talking about that. Mm. You know, it's a great time to go to the doctors, to look at things in your health that maybe you let slide to the wayside. You know, maybe you overindulge. It's a time to do a cleanse. It's a time to really organize your health rituals. And also, the communication aspect of it. You know, like we were talking about with the numbers. It's a time for you to really communicate first and primarily to yourself. Because Virgo, what is Virgo? Virgo goes inside a lot. We're the hermit card, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, in the tarot. Like, we're, we're connected to the hermit card. Yes. Okay? And so it's a time where, you know, Virgos love to analyze. And you know who we analyze the most? Ourselves. Mm. We go inside and we analyze ourselves. And we try to fix the things that are wrong. You know, we try to fix the things that are wrong within ourselves. Sometimes we can get crazy with our perfectionism, because that's the shadow side, right? Yeah. The lower energy. But we're really trying to just improve. 
you know, we're nitpicky and we see all the details and we can be seen as a pain in the ass, but we're really trying to just improve it. Like, we look at situations and we're like, why are you doing it that way? You're, you're taking 11 steps where we can condense it to three. Like, just do it this way. It's quicker. You know, we like to get to the point of things quicker, get to the heart of the matter a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. And the communication can also be helpful to others, you know, during Virgo season. Your relationships might flow a little, like, easier because your communication mm-hmm. might flow a little easier. You'll c- communicate what you want clearly, like, during the season. So I know Mercury Retrograde has the of screwing up with communication, and yes, that is possible, um, and technology, obviously, but... If you really tap into when it's in an exalted sign, you know, it might get, it might be more confusing in Libra, right? Because Libra is hard to make a decision. They go both ways, you know, they flip flop. Or even, you know, Pisces. Go since we're so, like, to the point, you can flow with this energy a lot, a lot easier. And let me just grab my notes because I have so many notes and I didn't even. I was doing that off the cusp, but as we talked about, yes, Virgo is about health, and I wanted to introduce something that I forgot all about. Mm. It was it was the chaga mushroom, and I Ooh. tried this years ago, like probably over a decade ago. I read about it, and it was probably in the weirdest place, like Vogue or some type of beauty thing, because what it was like when I said, "Wait, what?" It fights free radicals, and it helps with aging. Oh, sign me up, okay? I need some of that, right? (laughs) But when I really started to, like, research it and do it, like, it came up, it popped up in my um, stream, and I was like, okay, then I guess this is something that I definitely have to talk about. It is, first of all, it's an adaptogenic, right? It helps with our immune system. It's antibacterial, antimicrobial, antioxidant, anti-cancer, anti-tumorial, anti-viral, anti-inflammatory. It helps with blood sugar to, to you know, modulate it. It helps with the liver cleanse, the liver tonic. It treats hep C and HIV. And oh, I'm sure shit. it can clean your house and pay your bills, too. Right. It's like a friggin' super <laughs> shit over here. <laughs> right. It, it, right? But it's literally this, this um, article was calling it the Virgo um, superpower or super mushroom because remember, Virgo's an earth sign and so it grows abundantly obviously in the earth mushrooms and so I just found it to be really fascinating that since we're focusing on our health, this mm. is something that we can incorporate. So I was like searching my cabinets because I was like, I know I have this because I didn't like the taste of it. It has a really, I got it in a tea. You can literally buy it as a bulk and like eat it if you want, but I'm thinking that would be kind of harsh. But I got it in a tea. I think Yogi Teas made it, and okay. it was a little earthy. It was. It had a little, you know, funky taste. So I was looking for it. I found my mushroom coffee instead, and said, "All right, fuck it. I'll just drink this." But it doesn't have the chaga in it, so I went to Amazon and ordered it. You can order it on Amazon, really cheap. And it's just something good to do for your body because we're going to focus, you know, during Virgo season on what good rituals we can do for our body. I mean, so that is definitely something helpful. Yes. So another, for Mercury, this is what I wanted to talk about too, a ritual, a little ritual that I forgot about that I used to do. Now, Mercury, who is Mercury? 
Mercury we know is a planet, but in Greek mythology, he was known as the messenger of the gods. Right. So he would send your messages, your requests, whatever you want to call them, to the gods, and, you know, be that messenger back and forth. So what the ritual I used to do was the week before when Mercury was in its shadow state, uh, before it went retro, which was last week and the week before, because it's two weeks of a shadow period, you write down a list, maybe 10 things, of questions you want to ask about whatever sign it's in. I think that would be more effective. So let's just say in Virgo, you want to say, how can I up my physical workouts? Or how can I be more consistent? Or what can I do for my eating habits to make them more healthy here? Or how can I organize my house a little bit better? Whatever, like, things, or how can I be of service? Because another, right, Virgo's of service. How can I be more of service? So you write down 10 questions, fold it up, put it under your pillow, wherever you want to put it. And then during the weeks of Mercury retrograde, the planet is asking us to not be as distracted and social and to stay within, you know, to like really just stay at home, be contemplative, you know, do some meditation and wait for these answers because they'll flow a lot quicker, like during this time. So I just thought that was a cool ritual and I just feel like being that it's in its exalted sign of Virgo, the messages might be flying in a lot easier, smoother, and clearer for us at this time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I don't know if we want to segue into Uranus going retrograde on the 28th, because that's going to be some shit happening right there, too, in Taurus. Um, or we want to stop here and get some comments, concerns, because here's what I will say. It's good to look at your Pisces house. And because we have this Pisces full moon coming up on the 30th as well, which is also hanging out with these outer planets. It's hanging out with Neptune. It's hanging out with Saturn. So your moon, what's the moon? The moon is your hidden emotions, right? The moon is some things, maybe sides of you that you don't like to show the public. Mm. So when it's hanging out with these outer planets of Neptune and of Saturn, because Saturn is also retro in Pisces right now, right? Um, it's it's kind of putting this little conflict there, you know, with your emotions, with the stuff that's hidden that you don't want to address, that you don't want to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's bringing up depression in people. It's bringing up anxiety in people. Um, and now, let's add Uranus coming to retro on the twenty on the twenty eighth, I believe. What is that going to do in Taurus? Oh. Wow, we already know Uranus likes to blow shit up, right? (laughs) Uranus likes to come in swiftly with these insights, which could be good, of what needs to be blown up in your life, with what needs to change to get more to your authentic frequency, your higher self, your soul's purpose, like all of that connection. And but Taurus, what's Taurus? Taurus is a fixed earth sign that doesn't like change (laughs) Taurus likes things to go slow they like you know they like to get all into their senses and good food and they don't want change what this is working for me this all is working for me the way it's going and Uranus is coming in and saying uh no not really um this is all surface shit and Uranus is trying to give us that 
authentic self-love, Uranus and Taurus. It's trying to show us where your authentic self-love and worth and value can come from. Not from this egoic surface shit. And it's hard, you know, to let go of the egoic things that you were used to or you got validation from to have that blow up and say, no, 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 we need you to get more deeper with your self-love. So Miss Blue's whole teachings are so coincided here with to like practice that self-love ritual, the I love you journal, just all the different modalities that she's taught us over the even just the short two years that I've been there. You really need to start practicing this kind of stuff because the surface validation ain't cutting it anymore. Like it's just not. And if that's how you've been sliding by and how you validate your self-worth, you're in for, like, serious surprises and serious... Because Uranus likes to come in with surprises, you know, blow shit up in a surprising way. Like, whoo, what the fuck? And it's been there, you know, since May. So we've been feeling this energy. It's been in Taurus since May. So it's only retrograding from, I believe, I think it's 23 degrees to 19 degrees because that's an outer planet. It's not going to retro on a different sign. And um, it's going to be really interesting. Mm. Really interesting. So as long as you're getting your self-value and self-confidence in a positive, uh, I want to say non-surface way, I can't think of the word, then you're going to be okay because it's going to actually be complementary. Uranus is going to show you more ways to like where you can build on this. And that's a micro level, but Uranus and Taurus on a, a macro level, what are we seeing? Changes in AI, changes in our currency, right? Because Uranus rules over science. Uranus rules over technology. Uranus rules over currency. Um, so all of these changes are happening as well that might make people feel uncomfortable because it's in Taurus. So the way you used to bank might change. The way you used to, you know, whatever. The AI might be a little weird. Me and Princess Jasmine were talking about that a few weeks ago. Mm. Um so, yeah, it's just going to create all these changes on a macro le- level because it will be here for a while. And Uranus retrograde takes five months. So mm-hmm. it's going to be in retrograde from the 28th of August till January 28th or 26th of 2024. So we're going to be feeling these changes and this energy on a micro and a macro level for a little while. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very, very powerful. And this is going to really hit me in a special way, right? Because I have a Mars in Taurus, you oh, know? There you go. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm a girl that likes her creature comforts. And, you know, I like my weed and I like my wine. And I'm okay with that. And I don't need that to change. So we're going to see what happens. Y'all stay tuned if that changes. I think I'm good, though. I already talked to Spirit. I said, hey, if this is on me back, take it off of me because I'm good. <laughs> shit that I value. We ain't gonna go there. We gonna leave my weed and my wine alone. Like That's it. what we doing. I like it. I like it. She's, like she's gardening with Uranus. I love it. Only her. Okay. Yeah, love it. <laughs> we gonna leave that alone. That's what we doing. I think we gonna, I'm gonna deal with something else. But yeah, I said, woo, I know. I looked at that. I said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
up for you. We can look at our Pisces house because that's another energy that we're feeling. And then, like I said, the Virgo, the Virgo house, but just for a short period of time, just for these next couple of weeks for the Mercury and for the Virgo season, where you can see these these um, things play out in whatever house you have them in, and especially planets like you, Mars. Yeah. That's that's a pretty big one. Yeah. 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 It's your action. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Questions, comments, ladies, everybody, come up. <laughs> hey, hey. I was, I was laughing. <laughs> Mercury in, in Virgo, right? And my husband's book is done. So he's, I'm on the editing side. So that Virgo is making me so good. I'm finding like a comma out of place and I'm finding a quotation in place. But it's Mercury, so the computer's not working. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Yes, Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but Metatron rules Virgo, so he's calm right now. He's exalted right now. He does. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why he always showing up. Um, a little council book 
um, that was in class. I learned that in class uh, that I just completed. You uh, get um, someone of your uh, in real life form that you've known, um, maybe an ancestor, mother, father, auntie, uncle, or somebody in a high stature that you uh, see to be an influence for yourself. And then you get one of the goddesses, and then you get one of the uh, mothers of the earth. And take that counsel, bring it before the universe, which would be Mercury taking your request and taking it up to the universe, to the council, to get you jurisdiction. Because you have jurisdiction with your Jupiter money kit and the priestess, you have jurisdiction. And you could take that and use that counsel to go to court for you, per se, I would say because of your request that you're looking to have just uh, be justified in um, a manifestation way down here uh, in the 3D level. But Mercury takes it up higher and brings it back to you so that it can be manifest and tangible in the um, physical. I and I that. think that, that Uranus is the one that says, okay, now you talk to Mercury, you had counsel, you put it into effect, you know what you're going to receive. Uranus comes to give you that hand to say, okay, let's go. We got to stop at all 10 of your requests. <laughs> so it's like, be ready. <laughs> don't ask for nothing you don't want. <laughs> I love it. That's right. That's right. I love that. I love that. Really, yeah. I have to pull my Jupiter money kit out then. Yeah, sleep with it today is Jupiter Day, you know? <laughs> yes. yes! Yes! And I've been uh, using the energy when Priestess Jasmine gave us of the, um, our, uh, the third eye, the energy. What did we do oh, last week? Was that your Kundalini you're talking about? Yes, the Kundalini. Mm -hmm. Girl, I've been on that. When I need something, I just think about it. That oh, energy is there for a moment. It. And it's you just coming. It? Yes, I, I literally have to calm myself down and go to sleep. It'd be like 12 o'clock. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I, I want to pause this because you guys asked about a stone. The Shivalinga is the Kundalini mm. stone. Mm. So you should definitely be working with that. So everyone that was here last week, my apologies. Because <laughs> that's literally that Kundalini stone. You hold that and it'll just help. But it'll be even stronger. Yeah, I about, I'm like, I don't need too much more stronger jazz, but I'm going to, you know, ride this surfboard and get it together, but I'm doing well now. I'm doing yeah. well. She's like, she's like the human Uranus. She just says, she wants to just shock us off. Knock down the puzzle pieces and build them back. That's right.
Be Sammy, I saw she had a, a a really good question up there. Come on up um and 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 um ask the question again so I won't mess it up for you. <laughs> I know. Hey y'all, thank y'all for inviting me. I just wanted to start off by saying that and um no everything informational that you're giving because it's really showing me a lot. But my question was, should with the Pisces and the Virgo and the Taurus? I mean not Taurus. Yeah, it was Taurus. Should we look into our houses or should we look into just the um, planets itself to figure out where we might have a Either or both. Either or both. Because the house is going to show you what area of your life that this is going to affect. And then obviously the planet, whatever planet is in there, will show you the qualities of the planet, like the action, like if it's Mars or Venus, like your relationships, your love. You know, so it just either and both actually. You could do all of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm still getting into the astro astrology stuff, so I definitely appreciate. It. I just got to do a little bit more research, so I'll definitely look into both because I have my little app and I've been trying to figure out more about myself so that I can understand more, so that I can go within more. You know, be able to do what y'all do in a sense and what Miss Blue does. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. See, yeah, the way that I do it too is I like to look at where the house is, um, where the house is at. So, like, well, we got this Mercury retrograde at. I'm gonna look at my um, the house where Mercury rules at, um, and see where that's located at. And for me, I have um, Mercury. Um, the the house that Mercury rules is my first house and my tenth house. Okay. And then, um, also, um, where, um, um, <laughs> where Mercury is at on my chart. So where Mercury is located at, um, planet wise, you know, I have mine like in, um, Mercury is in Leo for me, you know, <laughs> surprise, but, uh, Mercury is in Leo for me. So I, I get all of that information and gather it up together. And it gives me a better picture of how that energy is going to affect me through on all levels. So yeah, definitely. If, if you have your I birth time. Yeah. yeah. And if you, you want to look at it. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you see the um the the birthday in the chat? Okay, yeah. cool. Got, got it. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool, cool. All right. You need it? 
No, I can see it here. I just wanted to make sure you guys seen it. I didn't want to like blurt it out because I'm recording this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got you. All right. Give us a second. Yep. 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 Oh yeah. No rush. I, I appreciate it. Anybody oh, no else have problem. questions in the meantime or? Anybody else want to come up, join the convo? Yeah. Anybody wants to take a look at their shot, come oh, get yeah, on yeah. that, you Where know? You get, your, get your booty up here because she, we never did her uh, chart, and so we got to do her chart. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anybody oh, want their okay. chart looked at? Anybody want a carpool for them? Anybody want something, something, some, some energy cleared? What's up? What's up? Okay, here we go. Three. Okay. Okay, so what do you want us to look at specifically? Like, do you want us to, um, is there something special, or do you want me to, to just look at all the houses we talked about? Just the houses that we talked about, I guess, with the retrograde coming up. Mm -hmm. What you were talking about, yes, ma'am. Okay. okay. Oh, I love her, that little cute Southern Belle. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Don't okay. age me. Don't age me, Sammy. I know. <laughs> 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 like that. Yes, ma'am. No, I know. I know. Uh, love it. Okay. She got her first house in Gemini. So this retrograde, even though it's a Virgo retrograde, uh, Mercury affects Gemini and Virgo. So, mm -hmm. you know, so, so the effect of this energy is going to be pretty intense on you as well. And so that's showing up in your first house. That's going to be dealing with like your aspects of yourself and everything. And so with that, you know, this with this whole mercury retrograde this is really going to be a really good time for you you know what let me tell you something that's um that's really funny i was listening to this lady named mel robbins the other night and she was talking about like this conversation that we have with ourselves and everything and sometimes we get into these spaces where we kind of like overthink things that we should be doing and whatnot and she said one of the things that really has helped pull her up out of a lot of thoughts that like wasn't serving uh, her is by when she walks past the mirror, she gives herself a high five. And that right there, I got to tell you something. It does shift the energy. I tried that shit today and it absolutely does shift the energy. And that goes to talk about like, you know, the conversations that you have with yourself, right?
that kind of shifts like the vibration on the conversation that goes on in your mind and everything. And so that first house, it being there in Gemini like that right there, you know, with this whole Mercury retrograde and everything, that's one of the things you really want to be mindful of. And I know we talk about like the miscommunication with everybody else and the technology and all of that. But when that Mercury transit shows up on that first house, that's one of those things that I like to really check in with is what, what conversations we have in with ourselves because a lot of times those are the conversations that put us in spaces that's going to bring move us forward or hold us back you understand so yeah also, uh, go ahead yeah we, um, can I jump in or? please jump in please okay. jump in okay so, so really also um, you know your fourth house is your Virgo house, mm. right? And so your fourth house is all about how you feel grounded, mm. how you feel like it's your foundational house. It, it's what holds your whole wheel up, right? Mm -hmm. It's the house of mother. It's the house of your um, nuclear family. It's actually even can um, designate like what kind of home you will have in the future. It's traditionally ruled by cancer. This is cancer's house. Um, so it is attached to the mothering energy of how you go back to like nurturing and security. So with um, Mercury being there, you know, um, there might be some like contemplation or introspection on like what makes you feel grounded? What makes you feel rooted? You know, what maybe there's some type of changes happening in where you live or how you feel grounded. And then what I, what I really noticed, too, is Taurus. Taurus is in your 12th house, okay? You have Uranus that's going to be there um, in Taurus, I believe, until 2020-something. And so your whole spirituality and the way you um, deal with maybe, um, you know, one foot in, in this dimension one foot in the other, right? Because the 12th house is technically ruled by Pisces, which can cause confusion. So being that Taurus is there, you probably feel more grounded, like because that's a very, it's a fixed earth sign, Taurus, right? So you might have these changes in your spirituality um, by Uranus in a more grounding way. It might not come in as a more shocking way, you know? It might come in more slower because, you know, it's in that Taurus energy. But I can see a lot of transformation happening for you mm -hmm. um, in that in your spirituality. And mm -hmm. then the other thing we were talking about was Pisces. Now, Pisces rules your 10th house. And that's your house of career. That's where you're most public to the world. Mm -hmm. So, And you also have your south node there. So, you know, there's going to be that... You know, Neptune has been there since 2011. Neptune has been in Pisces since 2011. I was just telling Lisa that, I mean Jasmine, sorry, this. I didn't even realize that. And I was researching it today, and my father died in 2011. Mm. And that's when my whole spirituality kick-started, only because I was trying to communicate with him. Because I was like, I was raised Catholic, but I was like, no, 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 no. I don't believe this stuff. There's something more. Let me find it out. And it just kick-started. And Miss Blue, she started the remix around 2010, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. 
But she said 13, 14 years, so of course she felt the energy first with that Aries moon. Um, and so it's like everybody was waking up since 2011. Neptune is in its exalted sign of Pisces since 2011. This mm. is why we have this spiritual awakening happening on the macro and micro level. So for you, being in your 10th house, I don't know, maybe your career is going to have to do something with spirituality maybe you know reality or there has been confusion about where you should go with your career because of that Pisces being kind of confused having rose colored glasses on not seeing shit clearly so that's what I think yeah I know everything y'all said has definitely hit home because it like the first time I even spoke to Miss Blue is about my negative mind and um, back in January, and ever since then, I will say that I don't have it as much, but since I've had this, you know, I've been feeling the shadow piece here, it has been kind of slowly slipping back in, but I've been trying to ground myself more so I don't be like that to myself anymore. I have been kind of in, in the, um, kind of bouncing around for what I want to do as career-wise, because I'm really in the medical field. I have certain certifications for different stuff but I really want to go on the holistic side and so I'm kind of just figuring out that right now I'm trying to figure out my best path that's gonna what I'm here for and go on that journey I love it that's a gangster right that's an alignment right. yeah you're right on track you are in alignment right with your there. energy absolutely you are absolutely uh -huh. in alignment uh -huh. yeah and let me tell you something about your emotions because mm. your moon is conjunct with Saturn mm. okay you as well in Aries mm. so um you know you gotta not be impulsive right because a moon hi moon in Aries hello girlfriend um I'm with you um so we gotta watch our impulsivity mm. we gotta watch our anger we gotta watch us like jump it off like you know the cliff too soon like Absolutely. you know what I mean like we just we just have to watch that and just keep it in balance and with Saturn there conjoined mm -hmm. There's like right. this restriction that you probably put on yourself, like this, like you, like you just said, you know, you beat yourself up, you know, right. if, if, when you get in your head and when you start like, you know, thinking, oh, I shouldn't have did this, I shouldn't have reacted that way, uh, you know, that's that Saturn influence, so what I would tell you is, please be gentle on yourself, Absolutely. please just take, please just take deep breaths, journal, journal a lot, you know, mm -hmm. get all that emotion out in paper, punch a pillow, mm -hmm. do anything like that. You know, and then do loving things for yourself. Absolutely. 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 Like, you know, just, just like do all these loving things but, for yourself. Absolutely. Just, yeah, that's definitely, I could see that whole thing going. I, Nobody's perfect. Not at right? all. And I'm yeah. seeing this, yeah, because see, this, this fourth house with Virgo being there, right? See, this is, you know what I'm saying, heavy communication energy. And this is all about you being in tune with your emotions as well, right? Because Virgo, even though it's, it's about, you know, it, um, it rules the planet of communication, right? The story, the internal story that goes on within you, right? With that Virgo energy and that moon being, you know what I'm saying, holding that Saturnian energy like that can definitely put you in a space where you're allowing yourself to, to, you're allowing yourself 
to, to fix your emotional state. That's what I want to say. So you can do that either way you want to, but see that Saturn energy has this, this ability to kind of lower the frequency on the, the emotional process, right? So instead, you know what I'm saying? Uh, an experience that, you know, could have been so, so could be terrible. You know what I'm saying? And, and these are the things that you want to really make sure your emotionally charged language. That's where, that's the direction I'm trying to go in. Really being careful with how you're communicating the experience of your emotion. This is going to be a time with Mercury retrograde going down for you to really slow down because you got that Aries moon, that impulsivity, right? For you to slow down. And really start processing and sitting with how you feel. And this is going to be about you really tapping in and using grounding techniques. And making that a part of your routine. Because see, Virgo is about routines. Your routines is going to save you all the way around. And when you start getting into the routine of grounding yourself all of the time, then you won't be so thrown off by a lot of the energies and the, the, the retrogrades and all of this other stuff and everything. It'll kind of even yourself out. But right now at this particular time, the way that these transits are set up is going to be extremely important for you to do so because that energy is going to be kind of intensified as this time goes about. And you can definitely get through this with no problem because, like I said, you got first house Gemini. Y'all think you're way out of anything. But you have to raise the frequency on your thoughts because your thoughts is ruling your emotions and your emotions rule your experience. It deals with your behavior and how you feel about things is going to dictate your entire experience, how you respond to shit, how you react to people, how you make connections. Everything it has to do with your emotional state, but you having this Gemini Virgo energy in these crucial houses like that, it is imperative for you to be truly in tune with what the experience is, not what you would imagine it to be, how you would hope for it to be, and then feel some type of way when it don't meet that expectation, but being able to accept what it is. Yes. And also, your Mercury is naturally in Sagittarius. When you're the stage, girlfriend, okay, you can see the bigger picture. Ah, you can so. look at all sides and, and weigh it all down. Now, mind you, Pluto is with it. It's not conjoined, so you're 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 not they're not sharing the energy, but it's still sharing the, the house. And the sign. So Pluto might like to shake things up a little bit, right? Because Pl Pluto kills off shit that's not working. Thinking that's ideology, um, you know, that's not working for us anymore. Being that it's in Sagittarius, in with the Mercury. So Mercury's how you think, the thoughts, how you communicate, what your belief systems are. So Mercury probably has shaken. I mean, Pluto has probably shaken up your belief systems over the years. And probably will constantly do that because they share the same house. But being that it's in that sag energy, you're the sage. Look Absolutely. Look at it from a higher perspective. Look Absolutely. At it. Maybe, what, maybe what you believed or what was indoctrinated in you through childhood is not how you feel anymore. And it's not where you want to go. Or what society forces down your throat is not really what you want to do anymore so miss patolo jump in because i'm sorry i know you tried to jump in a few times let me shut up please let me shut up, now. Let's get it, I, was, I was just saying that um 
was just going to speak to uh, what you were saying about the Sagittarius. I was going to ask her, how, do, how does she uh, do grounding? What are your exercises that you do to ground yourself, to uh, get out of your emotions? I've been trying to do a lot of uh, breathing work because I've realized that it helps me a lot in trying to pull through my root chakra. Mm. And like Ms. Blue says, I've been using a lot of her techniques. I've been doing the H2O. Mm. Um, whole lot so so what do you do manually to get out of your emotions besides just mentally what do you do with your hands because you're the fire you got to be going around and igniting something Mm. do you write i haven't been as i used to um i started crocheting for a while that's powerful but no, I've been, I even had that burst of energy today to go get it and do it. Just to do, get off my phone, you know, just kind of get away from that's, everything for a minute. That's why I see Mercury speaking to you at in your Sagittarius uh, area, that fire, because you need to get that communication out that you got built up in you so that you yeah. can get that balance and that grounding. And like um, Doreen was saying, you that sage, and that's what sages do. They write it down, they bring it forth. And you got a lot of air in your ninth house. So once you, uh, in your seventh house is where your Sagittarius is. It's about relationships, communicating different things, and coming to grips and letting some things go. Mm -hmm. That's what Mercury's saying. Hey, you done wrote all these down. You see what is good, what's not good. And then you got to weed it out time to pull up the weeds, burn up the old grass, um, maintain it with the air and the water <laughs> to make sure it don't get out of control. <laughs> and just maybe, you know, you got to find some manual things that you can do with your hands to ground yourself. And honestly, with the, the last thing, because I have a Capricorn son, please stop being so critical of yourself. Please stop beating the shit out of yourself. Please stop thinking you're perfect. Please stop, like, please stop thinking that there's only one way to do it. You know, sometimes Capricorn can get that tunnel vision of like, no, 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 it's got to be this way. And like, if I don't do it this way because it worked maybe in the past, then they start beating themselves up. Like, so please, just love yourself. Be gentle. You're old, you're a baby. Like you're, I mean, and like you're 25 years old, right? Come on, you. Ju- I wish I knew this shit at 25. I wish I met Miss Blue at 25. Like you are capable of doing beautiful things, and really, especially with that work you were saying, that's moving to more holistic. This is what Pluto and Aquarius is asking for you for the next 20 years. Pluto will be in Aquarius. It's meant to change up the healthcare system. All these things, so you're right on track, girlfriend. Right on. You know who? The, you know what's gonna stop you? You. Like you are the your work. You know you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And just love, just love on yourself. Take your time because mm-hmm. you're building your constitution. That's what Pluto comes. Comes to give you the access to build your own constitution where you can govern what is best for you, where you can stay in the highest vibrations to keep yourself internally going so that you can give better service externally. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Get you a daily ritual. Like Priestess Shikesha was saying, she passed by the mirror. She waved at herself. What's up, girl? You looking good today. Hey. Good job on that. You got up and you did this and that. So get you some of them and put them in the place for you. On your phone, in your room, in your kitchen, wherever you need, you feel that you need that can help boost you up when you wake up, before you go to sleep, Mm -hmm. or in between the day, or if you need it every hour, however it might be. But you got to find you a way to get that that's in your mind, to get it out, get it on paper. And when you get that communication out on paper, whether it's writing, whether it's texting, those are the words that bring come into manifestation internally first to go externally. But you got like um, Doreen is saying, you got a beautiful chart here. It's just you got to maintain and, and we saying we you gotta maintain and you gotta do this we still doing it our own self if we for were real. Business, we <laughs> wouldn't even be here on the earth for real. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. everybody whatever Absolutely. you yeah. need we still you you are able to be at an advantage with the information that you're learning to be able to excel and to bring others with you also right. that's right Absolutely. that's right Absolutely. be the teacher Yes, that's part of your uh, Sagittarius going and learning philosophies and being able to adapt them to yourself that you can grow internally to shine in your aura, be 60 miles long, you know, that's because you're going in and you're searching that information. When you're getting that information and you're searching and you're looking at it, looking at it and and it's coming internally it just can't be a mental thing you got to get it out through your hands yep. and ignite it when you and even that, talk it out how it just ignited that got that fire yep. that spark you know that you need to continue to go through the rest of your houses because you're gonna you're a public your chart is a public thing so when you go to through different things it's gonna be a public thing it's not yep. going to be a private. It's going to be, it is private, but it's also a public thing. Right. And with it being in your seventh house, Mercury, you're meant to share it with people. Mm-hmm. The seventh house is about relationships, not just love relationships, mm-hmm. friendship. It's, it's like the house, but you know, like even not groups like the 11th, but you're meant to share this stuff. You're the sage, you're the yeah. teacher. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's at that degrees where you are here to bring it as a service to other folks mm-hmm. as well, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's exactly what I want to do and just, just try to get that good energy that we all feel from even include just to do it in my own way, you know, and just and be it at my highest frequency and do what I can do to serve and my you, potential. You are already yes. on track with that. And that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what Sister Patola was just talking about. All in that, all in that changing that philosophy, love, all in that philosophy, because 
see, you got that sage energy within you, right? And this is right. what you came here to transform. This is the service you came here for. So when you start raising the frequency on that energy, it's going to change the game. Right now, you got it. It's, it's, it's at a Capricorn degree. Capricorn degree can also see all of the limitations with that. When you raise the frequency on that, you turn that into the thing that you use for your creative, for your ambition. This will be a part of your major life lesson. You understand? When you start raising the frequency up on your philosophy on how things go, instead of I'm, I'm expecting it to turn out wrong. I can't trust them. Folks ain't loyal at the end of the day. Raising the frequency on it is that as, as, as your policy, I'm going to see what the universe got for me. I'm going to let the universe surprise me. What if I did do this? What if this did happen? You know what I'm saying? And really being more in a in a different frequency of it because that's what's going to shift it all the way around for you because this is the work you came here to do is shift that philosophy so that you can get out here and be a service and you are so in alignment with that 10th house in Pisces man <laughs> so in alignment <laughs> can I can I chime in a little bit? Oh, please chime. Chime it, chime it, Bridget. Chime. <laughs> just a tad, just a tad, just a tad. Capricorn here, you oh, know, um, who also works in service industry, right? And from a Capricorn perspective, I you know I'm listening to you, um, Sammy. And you're saying, you know, you want to be high vibrational and this and that. Capricorn says, use what you have, right? Mm -hmm. It's about being practical, right? Yeah. So in the now, whatever the now is for you, be there. If it's not, it's, it's wherever you are. So it's using sadness is using grief it's using joy it's using loss it's using whatever it is you're experiencing at any moment because to be a teacher you have you have have got to I don't even know if this is going sound right that way to be a teacher you have have to have experienced some shit mm -hmm. you know and and life is just that like you think about you know, um, sometimes when you think about your end game and what you want to look, your life to look like, you know, it, you get caught up in the perfection of that. You get caught up in the picture of that. And you forget that you are still on your path there. And this is very much um, filled with distractions, detours, and, you know, take a little side trip. But the, the whole, you know, I would say the, the whole point of it, you know, a little bit, is to be where you are, to stay present, you know, and to be honest with yourself where you are. And that's just it. Because you're going to move through anything. You don't stay happy all the time. You don't stay positive all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, we're always moving through these different emotions and these different areas in life. So you can use what you have if you stay present with it and question it, question yourself. And that could be something that you philosophize about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to stay more present because I know, you know, we're supposed to feel how we feel and just yeah. figure out why we feel that way. 
And that's the only way to really, you know, overcome the triggers we may have or anything that we hold inside. So I've been trying to hone in on that and like how you say, philosophize it, I guess. But sometimes I just go too much. And like you said, I I need to go and just write it down. And that's how I need to get it out. Well, and I will tell you the reason that you do that is because your Venus is in Aquarius, okay? Mm. And so, okay, so Aquarians... They don't, they analyze their emotions. Okay, no, they don't analyze their emotions like Virgos do. They don't like to feel the emotions because what is the Aquarian's job? To better humanity. So they can't get deep into the emotions because then it'll set them off course to the betterment of humanity, right? So, and that's where the Capricorn beating yourself up that way or or reacted that you know and so like it's kind of all synergistically happening but again like Bridget was saying yes you need to feel them and you're not going to be happy all the time but it's the length of time that we go into depression or we beat ourselves up or we fall off the spiritual wagon however you want to say it you know it's the length of time So you just, like, you don't use all these tools that Miss Blue is giving you and wherever other spiritual teachers or your own life lessons, and you use them to pick yourself up. do and get more involved with my hands, everything. I just greatly, so much gratitude to y'all. Oh, you're very very welcome. Very welcome. All right, Bridget, you want to do yours now? Yes, please. All right, put it in the chat. You want to put it in the chat? Did you see my, um... My message to you? Oh no! Wait, you sent me a message. <laughs> Wait, where? Nobody, where? nobody needs to see these numbers. Like, oh, ancient. <laughs> oh, stop it, girl! Come on, I'm gonna be 56 in a few days. Okay, so yeah, stop. <laughs> you age ain't nothing but a number, right? Which is oh, as young as we God. feel. <laughs> I didn't see your message. Where? Where did you send it? In your, um, go to your message. No? Oh, in the little arrow? No, I didn't get it. Okay. Oh, Mercury's fucking with us. Look at the clubhouse. Look in your clubhouse messages. Let me. Yeah, they didn't come through. All right, let me put it in the. But how's Miss Patolo? (laughs) She's going to get it. She's going to backchannel all of us. Capricorn, we don't care how old you are, okay? Right, I'm going to put it in the chat. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be brave, girl. You look good. Stop. <laughs> Y'all, please. Right. You know, I was about to say. And like, you want to. Ain't, ain't all at all. Um, where yes. you live now? Yes. So time of birth, where you were born, obviously date, and then where you live now. Yeah, so we could do the, the transit. I want to say hi to everybody in the room, all the all the new people. Hey, Lola Solana. Hi, Aquarian. Come on up. Anybody who want to come up? Oh, oh, Sheila, come on. Alex, Nicole, come up if you want to share, talk, whatever you want to do. Okay, she put it in. 1980. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm going to come. Where? You're close to me, girl. You're in Connecticut. I'm going to come and whoop your ass. 
So I can't get this. I can't find St. Catherine on here. So. Oh, I feel like we did this last time, and we had to put something else in. Oh. Or okay. Spanish town, maybe. Or maybe if the spell it out, Keisha, spell it out, like the saint. Maybe so. Let me add, is Prince Edward Island the same place? Nope. Okay, because I was what, about to say, the, you know, I don't know. Like, what's the county? Not the county, oh, no, but what, no. what's the, like the, yeah, like the city. Oh, no. So the city would be St. Cass, um, Spanish Town. It would be Spanish. Okay. Yeah, so you were right, Shakesha. Yeah. yeah, there it is, Spanish Town. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, hold on. Ah, here we go. Here we go. There it is. Bada bing. All right. Okay, okay. All right, so. Yeah, you got House of Virgo in your fifth house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I do it wrong? Huh? I got, I got her as the second house. Do you? Did I do it wrong? Wait, January 27th, 1980. No, December. December. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, okay. Whoopsie, whoopsie. That's all good. Sorry. We in the house. Okay. And your native moon is there too as well. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I didn't even realize that. My son is the next day, the 28th. How about what? that? 
Yeah. I'm Venus, right? Oh my God, you just fucking nailed it. Okay, Bridget, your Venus and your Neptune is in the sixth house of service. It's in the traditional Virgo house, but it's ruled by the sage again. It's ruled by the teacher. It's ruled by Sagittarius. So everything you just said of the collecting of the data, because you have Mercury and Capricorn, of course you're collecting the data, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then how do you, and then you're, you're finally switching to what you love. You want to share it because you're, you're Venus. What you love is yeah. in the house of service. It's in the house of spreading it as a teacher, being yeah. the, ruled by Sagittarius. So you're right on path too, girl. You are yeah. right there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Oof. I mean, it's been... And in groups. <laughs> and in groups. Let's not forget that. Look at her, Alicia. She's got Uranus. That's where Uranus is. Your Taurus house is the 11th house, which is the house of... Uranus is going to come in and give you these quick insights of how you can value other people, yourself, your self-love in a, in a group setting and then use that sage, that Mercury and sage mentality to share it with the world and, the, and you'll love doing it, being having the Venus in the sixth house. So, Ooh. yeah. All synergistic. I feel the group setting. The group setting is not my forte. Well, well, I would not claim wow. that. I'll not claim that. That's I why Uranus say, is there. Yeah, it's, it's gonna been it's my gonna, yeah. challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know why? You know why? Yeah. You have Chiron there. You have oh. your wounded healer there. That's why. God damn. You have Chiron as the wounded healer. Of course, you fear groups. Of course, you force that's your little. <clears throat> That's yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's and it. that was a big trigger for me, right? Uh-huh. That, that uh-huh. was the, that was one of the biggest the things that tri- got triggered for me, and I was just like, I'm gonna just back away, like, yeah, I'm gonna just pull away from this group that I've been hanging with, you know, uh-huh. like, just ease on back. And they were just like, um, hey, no, um, what's going on? Like, right. you know, they were looking for me, but I had a falling out, like a little tiff with one of the members that I was closer with. And they were just like, well, all you got to do is just, okay, now you know how she is. Like, you know, treat her accordingly. And, you know, we still want to see you. So we still all hang out. Like, you know, they made it like no big deal. But stop valuing your self-worth on what other people think of you. Yeah. Okay, stop it. Because that's what the Chiron is doing. All right. Okay, stop it. Because you know what? You can't control that shit. You cannot control how other people think how, or feel about you. And you're going to have haters. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're all, we're all going to have haters. So, like, it, it's just you're not alone in that. And so you need to really use, turn that Chiron into a superpower and say, fuck the haters. Fuck what you all think. This is my truth. This is my worth. This is how I value myself. Take it or leave it. This is who I am. Oof. That's 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 the conclusion. We and stop it. analyzing your emotions too, because your moon is in Virgo, and they love to analyze oh my God, their yeah, emotions. Yes. Oh, I should never act like that. Oh my God, they're gonna judge me. Oh my God, they're all gonna hate me. It's like the movie Carrie. Oh <laughs> my gosh, and that's been that's been the um 
the push-pull, push-pull until we come to like, um, you know, because then it's like, oh, maybe the delivery, how I delivered it, or what could it be? You know, is it, is it, am I annoying? You know, am I like factual and like a nerd? Like, is that like all these different things? And it's, and it could be, it could be, but who cares? It could be. And I was just like, oh my gosh, the, the, the end all was for me was just like, I'm tired of like locking away certain parts of myself. Right. You know, because it might, because I think that someone might not be able to relate to it. Well, you're right on track with your North Node because your North Node is in Leo and that's the value, the house of I value. So you're going to start value because Leos don't give a fuck. Right, Shakisha? Right. Yeah, because that was was the last time that we spoke. I was just like, I'm having a little trouble with my Leo, like, you know, being a little fired up and and sticking out the chest. It's kind of just been like a little like... Yeah, but you gotta tap into that because that's your North Node. That's what you're meant to do. You're meant to just not give a fuck and just yeah. be you and be your beautiful, creative, all powerful Leo self that you can't. You, you, it's ruled by the sun. Nothing can happen without the sun. Absolutely. All right, and, and so like you just need to come in there, balls out, dick measuring contest, whatever you want to call it, and and just not care and just not care. Because this is your journey. Because you're never going, you could be perfect. You could be so perfect. And, and, and people are still not going to like you. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. So it don't matter. It don't matter. You know, because you cannot control that. And I know it's a hard pill. It definitely is. I get it. But, yeah. You just Ugh. can't. You can't. You got you to gotta up your self-love game, babe. You exactly. gotta up, yeah. You, yeah, you gotta up yourself, love game. That's what you gotta do. You really gotta tap into Miss Blue's rituals, whatever works for you. You really gotta tap, wave and high five in the mirror, like Shakisha was saying. I love you that. Y'all yeah. wait till I'm telling y'all. Wait till I, yeah. I know that shit sounds so corny because I thought it was no, too, but I'm here to tell y'all. <laughs> It worked. Well, I thought it was corny when I heard it. I said, man, I'm going to see. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling uh-huh. you, shifted the whole frequency. That's a vibration yeah. raising thing. And then yeah. also too, Bridget, I also wanted, wanted to say too, your South Node is Aquarius. And so mm-hmm. the South Node is about where your, your comfort zone, right? And with that Aquarian comfort zone, when it comes down to that, see, sometimes it's about us looking for how we can do how we can be of service to folks, right? Because this is that humanitarian energy, right? But it also goes back into, we kind of tell ourselves we don't give a damn at the end of the day. And we get kind of aloof, you know what I'm saying? And acting like it doesn't matter. And you got to tap into that Leo energy that recognizes your sovereignty. You know what I'm saying? The rulership within you, it does matter. You do matter. So make sure that you are um, holding space for yourself. That part. Okay. Yeah, that was that was where I, um, it, you know, the trigger kind of um, led me into like, oh, I see, I see why that was happening. I wasn't taking up enough space, mm. and like really, you know, standing in it. You know, I kind of just been like adjusting and wavering and just, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, yeah, I need to start um, 
venerating myself. Like, being of service to others, you give so much, mm-hmm. you know? And I started to think, like, I need to give so I need to give that to me, too. Yeah. Because it's it's like I want to get to a certain place in my life where I'm just like, all right, certain things I, I want to accomplish, I would like to and just, like, have that, like, done and done, you know, rather than still on the checklist looming over me, in a way. Like, I just want to be able to, like, get over that. Absolutely. And I realized, like, I haven't really been, like, giving myself the attention, the um, the self-love that I need to be able to, like, own own it on more levels than where I own it now. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's in your divine blueprint to look out for you, to be a little Uh selfish. I know because it's going to feel like selfishness. You know know why she's not selfish though? Mm -hmm. She's not. You know why she finds a hard time being selfish? Because look at her sports house. Mm -hmm. Look at how she feels rooted and grounded. She's in Libra. They can't make a decision. They see both sides. They flip flop back and forth. Okay, and not to mention she has Pluto. She has Saturn, and she has Jupiter in there together. She actually has Saturn and Jupiter at the exact same degree, nine degrees. So they are conjoined to the utmost right there. So you have this constant. Um, Mm, restriction and but but that expansion of how you feel grounded and rooted it's this it's a seesaw it's almost like bipolarness in a way like this libra scene that like not being able to how do i feel grounded what makes me feel like rooted like it's that back and forth with that libra energy because you want justice in it you want to have the fairness in it the equality in it but with pluto being there it's constantly rocking the fucking boat on you like it's constantly rocking the waters of how you feel rooted grounded self-love self-esteem because that could also be tied into the fourth house you know Mm -hmm. yes second house but if we don't get that nurturing and we don't get that self-confidence in our nuclear, in, in our like mothering us place, we constantly are searching for that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so and with these placements, I know you had some rocky stuff happening right there. I know you had some restriction happening right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know that you probably spent a lot of your early days saying, this ain't, this shit ain't fair. This shit just is not fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? This shit's not fair. <laughs> you were con- you constantly felt this shit wasn't fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. You see it, Shakisha? In that fourth house? Yeah. So you know what? You gotta make shit fair. Like Shakisha was saying, you gotta tap into that Leo energy and be selfish and make it fair for you. Right. With 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 some oh, guidelines, with guidelines, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying. But the Libra, the Libra will do it because yeah. you got that Libra so strong there. You know what I'm saying. So you will do it, and the Capricorn as well. Absolutely. Um, and then, what's your true zodiac? Do you even know that? I don't know. Oh. Well, let's right. see what that is. Let's. You gotta. 
Lilith and Libra at 29 degrees. That means uh. you came here to show up for yourself. Uh, See, when it's at 29 that. degrees, this is all about justice. You yeah, understand? Yeah, yeah. And showing up for yourself. And this, this 29 degrees is that transformation, right? Where you go and you, this is, this is going to be attached to a major lesson with that. But with this black moon and love, and then you got this in your six house, your house of service, right? So, you know what I'm saying? This possibility that you can go up at work and show up for yourself in a powerful way and, 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 and change the whole direction of the how you've been working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Potential for that. But this is what you came here to do. You came to show up for yourself in a powerful and profound way. So this is definitely, and this is why that note is in Leo, because this is about you recognizing your sovereignty and showing up for yourself. Exactly. So I'm let's get you. it. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You need to know that you're a beautiful, strong, magical, teaching being. Absolutely. Right? You really need to believe that. Absolutely. I don't care what kind of shit was unfair when you were growing up. I don't care... Who thought this about you or that about you? You are perfection just because you are. That's it. End of story. And mm -hmm. you don't. And, and that's it. And we all are. We mm -hmm. all are. Mm -hmm. And we have to start believing that, myself included. Trust me. So I understand the Piscean energy. I got three planets. My son in the twelfth house. I understand all that shit. That's why I can speak to it real clearly. I understand the self-critic. I understand all of that. So the bottom line is, is that. We came here, like I always say, to up our game, to teach these teachings, to hold the light for everybody else. Mm. And so we're going to complete the mission. We yeah. are. I have no Absolutely. doubt. I have Absolutely. no doubt. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Thank y'all for that because, you know. Yeah. It, it's figuring 
like when you know there's a blockage or like there's something in the way you know stopping you from getting over getting under getting through and you try like i've been trying like different things to see like what's what, what is this thing you know like along the path like you come against some things and you figure it out but sometimes it's like no nah, i can't seem to get what this thing is and now this just really cleared that up for me mm. this has really cleared it up for me and really confirmed like it's the self-love it's the value mm-hmm. it's the, i'm gonna need to take that time you know and 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 build that in myself like mm-hmm. that's what it's really that's where it's really at yeah and and so i'm just like all right i'm on that mission but if, for me to say that mission is easy that shit is not easy but it, we must do it right right <laughs> absolutely absolutely it must be done right yeah right right that's yeah. what this time is it's a time for all of yeah. us to really begin coming up out of that comfort zone you know what yeah. I'm saying? And really yeah. st- and, and really start moving in the direction that's going to help us to connect to our higher selves. Yeah. And also, like we said to Sammy Capricorn, fellow, uh, don't be, it doesn't have to be that hard. Don't right. be so critical on yourself. Right. Don't put all of these rules. Well, if I don't do this, and if I don't do this perfection, and if it doesn't happen by this time, and if that's what it's not. Stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yep. Go with the flow. Take yep. the little accomplishments. Take yeah, the absolutely. little. Yo, I didn't say you fucking idiot today in my head one mm-hmm. time. Right. Bravo. Or, or less than twenty. Right. Right. You know what I'm right. Good job. Good job right. doing high five. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you gotta take the little wins. You gotta take the little wins and stop make you know. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. You will. You will. You got Leo in the North Node. You got Leo in your North Node. Gangsta. Yeah, you will. Yep. You will. Thank For sure. Yep. You're welcome. Our pleasure. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I know it's the Libra. Where when I'm trying to like eat something to like feel grounded. And I'm just like, I need something. And I'm like kind of all over the place. Mm. Oh yeah, you're all air there. You're all yeah. air there. Mm. So you need fire, right, Chikasha? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do some flame mat. Do some pineal gland. Like you know, open up the pineal gland. Like do some candle magic. You know, to get messages and ground you. Yeah. Wow. Or the, or the oh, you know what? I got a good ritual for this Mercury retrograde. Let me give y'all that shit. Oh my goodness! Now that you mentioned it, <laughs> hell yeah! Let me give y'all this. Yeah, I almost forgot about that. I got a powerful ritual for this energy, for especially in dealing with this air energy, right? So I got this from the goddess Athena. Yeah. So, you know, when you um, see that owl, you know, you kind of dealing with Athena. She is one of those energies that will definitely help you to connect with that warrior energy. And she will help you with mental clarity. Hold up. Let me tell y'all a little bit about Athena before I get it cracking. Because she wanted y'all to know who she was. She is, <laughs> she's the daughter of the Greek god Zeus and his first wife, Netus, whose name means wisdom. Athena was born under unusual circumstances. She emerged from her father's head fully clothed and fully armored after Zeus split his head with an axe to relieve a headache. 
Athena chose to devote herself to wisdom and art, thus avoiding romantic intrigues like the god and goddesses did. The primary physical attributes of her are her bright gray eyes, which suggest clarity of purpose. Though many associate Athena with war, she's often used reason over force to outwit her enemy. She's noted for her skill as an artisan. Just as Athena incubated within Zeus's head, we all hold wisdom in our brains, and her story encourages us to think independently. She comes and she brings the message to be independent and listen to the wisdom within yourself. All right, the goddess Athena. Shout out to her. So what you going to do is you going to pull out your diffuser and get you some essential oil. Now, we're going to be dealing with these diffusers, the ones that you put water in, because water, it deals with our emotional state. You're going to get essential oils, lavender and eucalyptus. Lavender brings that peace. It brings that ease of mind. Um, it, it helps your mind to rest so that you can get to the bottom of whatever situation that is. The eucalyptus is all about wellness. It purifies emotions that's not working for us and it protects our vibe. The other thing that you're going to get is a blue ink pen. The blue ink pen is connected to, of course, communication that throws chakra energy so that we can connect to our truth. We're going to write it down. We're going to bring on um, white paper because white paper, the color white is all about the purity and being grounded. Along with that, you're going to get your favorite scent. So you're going to get the diffuser with the essential oils. You're going to get a blue ink pen and white paper, and you're going to get your favorite scent. Then you're going to get an envelope and a postage stamp. Now, let's back it up. In the diffuser, you're going to drop three drops of lavender. And the three drops is all going to be about what you want to manifest, your intentions. The three drops of lavender. The three drops of eucalyptus is going to be why so. And that's all about the clarity. Now, on the paper, you're going to write down six because six is the number connected to Athena. Six dope things about you, what you love about you. And then you're going to take that. Them six things that's dope about you to remind yourself while you writing yourself a pep talk of all of them dope things about you. It's going to be like a love letter to yourself. And when you get finished with that, you're going to sign that letter and you're going to fold it towards you. And after you fold it towards you, you're going to spray it with your favorite scent. Hit it up. Put that in the envelope and you're going to address on that envelope. You go write that out to yourself. Put your address, all that shit on there and the return address as well. Post office, they go think you made a mistake, but you did not. Now. On that address, you're going to um, address that letter to yourself. Then you're going to do, on the full moon, the day of the full moon, you're going to take that to the post office. And you're going to mail it. And you're going to salute them postal workers. 
and get them some appreciation for the work that they do. <laughs> I don't know why. Hey, hey, hey. And when you receive this letter, because it's going to be in retrograde, this is a letter that's going to empower you so that you can remind yourself of who you are. And you go keep it on your altar and you go keep it doing your retrograde as long as you need it. And you go pull that out. Now, here's the other thing that came through. Is that you hold that into the full Virgo mode. Because you keep that on your altar and you let that remind you of who you are. And that way you can always recalibrate yourself to the highest vibration of you. But yes, salute the postal workers. I thought to myself, now what the hell? But here's what I'm telling you. There is power in these rituals. See, that's the thing that we don't recognize is that, see, skipping steps and rituals really does diminish its power. And sometimes we think that some of these rituals, they seem a little bit outlandish, but it's all about getting the subconscious mind in alignment. So these rituals, these steps that you go through, these are all to assist you in getting yourself completely in alignment. And when you do these special outlandish rituals and everything, this is, um, what is that? Almost like one of the, the rites of passage, you know what I'm saying? But what it really, at the end of the day, like I say, it, it just helps in getting the subconscious mind to align up with whatever your intention is. And it allows spirit to really work with you because it shows that you're committed to doing the work. So, I love it. I there love you guys it. are. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yes, ma'am. Do we, do we open it when the letter comes or uh, we save it to open it when the Virgo is <laughs> When you get that letter, you open it because you need that to remind you. And you're going to use that as your reminder. You keep it on your altar. So before meditation, whenever it is that you need that extra boost. I like to, you know what I'm saying? I pull mine out every day. You know what I'm saying? So that I can remind myself who I am, you know? I think I'm going to do that and give myself a high five. But when after I... <laughs> after I read that shit... Hey, 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 I'm holding one's hand. Hey, all I do up top, Cage, up top. But you know what I'm saying? And go on and, 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 and do that and raise the frequency of that. But what that, you know what I'm saying? This, this is going to be that extra boost so that you can really get yourself in the frequency, in the vibration of your greatest version. Absolutely. Of the greatest version of you. And this, these is your words. So that's what's going to put the power in all of this. And you reading it. And you speaking it out. And you dealing with it like you do. 
This is what's going to help you to really allow that to resonate within your being so that you can really embody this. This go help you along your journey because like I said, you at that 29 degrees of showing up for yourself. You came to do this. So, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, that was do gangster. You feel, do you feel it was fair? Bridget, do you feel we gave you a fair read? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I'm busting your balls. Don't worry. Yeah. Hey, I need y'all to know we all got our shit. This is about growing up on planet Earth. A unique set of circumstances for us to navigate in this game we call life and ascension. You know? And. And you know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. And now we got to be at this point right now where we got to drop all of the false pretenses of being somebody they told us we need to be. And start really stepping into the business of being who it is that we are. When we do that, we become so empowered because we show up authentically, you know, as ourselves in our brightest light. So this is just definitely a time for us to start releasing and letting go of all of those shackles. I was just thinking about like a lot of things that I'm kind of overcoming within my family and everything and reevaluating because I see all of this action for me that's happening with these transits. They lighten up my seventh house all about my relationships and shit like that. Right. And so now I'm kind of reevaluating like um, making sure that I'm not over giving in my relationships, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and learning that balance of when to, um, when to assist and when to fall back and shit like that. And allowing people to tell me that, oh, you jive, you self-centered. You know what I'm saying? If I say, no, I'm not feeling that today. And I don't have a reason for it. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? And being okay with, with, with disappointing folks sometimes. You know? Just being okay with that. You know, because see, at the end of the day, if you're doing it and you're begrudged and all of that, it lowers your frequency to a point to where it makes it difficult for you to manifest anything that you're trying to get. You know, you can't do this to yourself. It fucks everything up. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 Now, don't mean the hell with everybody do you, but it do mean... <laughs> It, it, it do mean, you know, that level of discernment of being able to pick it. You, you know what? You, you I, I will drop that off to you, but I ain't about to be carting you all over this damn city. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I will drop you off over there, but I am not running all over the place or whatever in the hell it is. You can visit for a couple of days, but you can't stay here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying? Those, those, those little things. Those is, the, you know what I'm saying? Giving y'all some examples of how I got to throw the boundaries down and shit. But, you know, it looks different, yeah. but the same energy. Same, you know what I'm saying? Just express differently. Listen, we all have challenges. We definitely all have stronger, like, uh, positions in our chart and then things. And I don't even want to call them challenges. I call them places that our higher self chose to grow in. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no coincidence that your higher self designed this blueprint with certain squares or certain um, malevolent planets or benevolent planets. I've been learning all about that. Mm -hmm. Like in certain areas of your houses. 
absolutely. You know, and we don't have to look at it as a negative. We have to just look at it as this is what our soul needed to grow, to like evolve, to like move up the ladder, you know, of soul growth, whatever you want to call it. Absolutely. and it's a beautiful thing. It doesn't have to, I guess it could be challenging. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's not difficult and it don't suck. Like, I, I get it. But at the same time, if we don't work on it this lifetime, guess what? We're coming back to do it again. You know, like, so let's just do it. Let's do it and get it over with. Like, it's some master class. This, we signed up for graduate school with this incarnation. That's what I want to say. Yeah, we absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. With all these energies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With all this stuff going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Because we we have to hold the light. That's the thing. We have to help it. We have to help hold the light that Earth can ascend. Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh wow, man! We've been up and at it almost. We 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 are an hour and 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 forty five minutes. We around the corner from two whopping hours, y'all. So yep. I don't know. I'm gonna wrap this up and let anybody got anything they want us to deal with before I call it decipher. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, I've been listening the whole time, and um, I just want to say I'm truly grateful for you know the breakdowns of the alignments. I'm definitely going to look at my chart a little bit more because um, you said Uranus is in retrograde and I got so many Aquarius placements. Mm. But um, I definitely incorporated that high five. That's why I had to come and just tell you, like, it's going to be my new reset button. Okay. Like, that, that high five. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, love it. Because <laughs> I just high five myself before I unmuted myself and I'm like, yes. Yeah. That's, that's the new yeah. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. And Brittany, you look in your Taurus house, um, not the mm-hmm. Aquarius. I know Uranus is ruled by um, Aquarius traditionally, but it's it's in Taurus. So you're yeah. going to look in your Taurus house. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we could do it next week if you want. Like with, if you want to come on, I know it's late. Yeah. Um, we, can, we can start with you first next week, and we'll look in your chart, and we'll, we'll tell you everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, tap into that tool force because it's my true zodiac sign. Mm. Major activations, major activations, mm-hmm. and that's going to be impactful. Mm-hmm. Are an Aquarius and it's ruled by Uranus. Yeah, gangster mm-hmm. activations going on. Gangster. I'm excited to see what it do. I am excited to see what it do. Okay. Yeah, we definitely gonna be taking a look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's heavy. Yeah. That, that is such a, you're such a yeah. beautiful soul. 
Yes, she is. Yes, yes. You really are. You really are. I mean, honestly, your higher self knows that you did the very best you could at the time and what you were dealing with. Like, Mm -hmm. so please, like we said to the other callers, callers, listen to me. Okay, Miss Blue. I'm not Miss Blue. (laughs) To To the other speakers, please be gentle with yourself, babe, because honestly, your higher self knows that you mm-hmm. love them unconditionally. Your higher self knows that you did the very best you could. And you're still so young as well. And what a beautiful journey and awakening and spreader of the light you are. So Absolutely. You're just you're great. You're wow. on you're on a beautiful journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a talented musician too, you know, as yeah. well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely came to this world to do the damn thing for real yeah absolutely (laughs) yes you are absolutely absolutely and um yeah i'm excited to see all of the things that this transit but i'm already seeing that because see you already started having these conversations about consistency and that's truly in alignment with this virgo energy if i if, if if don't nobody take nothing else away from what i said your routines will save you Doing this Mm -hmm. whole particular time right here. So if we Mm -hmm. find ourselves, whatever it is that speaks to us and be consistent with that, Mm -hmm. this is what's going to, that's, that's what's going to be next level. Your, your routine, as far as, um, whatever your morning routine is, if you need to get up and meditate, stretch, exercise, Mm -hmm. eating right, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whatever that looks Mm -hmm. like making it a daily practice to check in and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and call folks, however that goes, you know, making Mm -hmm. sure you check in your bank accounts to make sure your money is right, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. um, and also the spiritual routine. Absolutely. You need to a spiritual routine, whether it's five minutes, whatever it is, if it's H2O magic, whatever it is. You know, you need to incorporate that on a daily basis right. because right. that's going to really right. hold right. down and really sinker in on that good self-love. Absolutely. You know, when we connect to our higher self and those spiritual routines mm-hmm. and remember who the hell we are where this powerful, magical, perfect beings. Yeah. There's no stopping us. There's no stopping us. Um, so. Yeah, a, a frog just jumped through, I saw. Oh. Um, yeah, so he, he came through, right, clear the clutter up. So that's the other thing, too, with Virgo energy. You know what I'm saying? That frog hold Virgo energy all about making sure that we clearing out our clutter and getting ourselves organized during this time. That was for me. So whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to clear it up. Yeah. I, I'm trying. I'm working this out. I got a system here. Definitely. I'm just excited. 
what this energy brings. I'm excited to see all of our gifts and talents just keep on shining. Absolutely, absolutely. Next week, if you guys want us to take a look at your chart, if you want to come up and pull cards, look at charts, whatever, along with us, come up to the stage mm -hmm. and get with us so that we can get this work. Mm -hmm. Let's do it, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, however we go do it, if we check in your chart, you helping us look at look into some stuff, see what spirit got for all of us. I mean, we we a soul family. So we got to we really got to bring all hands on deck right about now. Yeah. So, yep. 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 All right, y'all. Yeah. So, um, anybody got anything to say? Anybody, anything, whatever? It's clever. It's just <laughs> been real being in this space with you guys. So, thank Always. you so much. Always. Yeah. Yes. Thank you yeah. guys so much for coming and holding space with us, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The love yeah. is real. I feel it. And I appreciate that. You know? And for letting us read your charts. And, like, yes. you know, that's a. That's an intimate thing and really? vulnerable thing and scary. Mm. And thank you for letting us shine yeah. some illumination and yeah. help. Because yeah. that's what we want to do. Help yeah. navigate these, these crazy energies, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for trusting us. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm going to call it right there because we almost at the two-hour mark, y'all. I love you all. Okay. Thank you so much for coming through, shining that light and everything. And if you got time, definitely stop through next week. Um, We're doing the same thing, you know, but a different way. <laughs> Peace and light, y'all. <laughs> Peace and love. Peace and love, everybody. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>